Do you see uh, they're going to make Thor a lady? Oh, you stole my thing. Yeah, I did. Are you seriously telling me mm. that you just opted out of saying you stole my thunder? About a Thor story. <laughs> <laughs> I am disappointed. I thought I'd save the jokes later to help hammer the point home. <laughs> oh, man. Rejoinder. Uh, well, thoughts? 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 <laughs> Uh, well, look, I don't know. What's, I I mean, I don't have a problem with it. There's a bunch of people getting upset on the internet today. Weird. Sorry. (laughs) Who would have thought? (laughs) (laughs) Nerds be mad, bro. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who would have thought it indeed? Oh man. I thought you did that deliberately. No, I I did it. I'm actually kind of enjoying sitting down here because my feet touch the ground. Yeah. It's quite cool. I don't have to sit on the, don't have to put my feet on the little footrest thing. You're a... Yeah, you're the people's champion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, much, much like the Odin son. <laughs> good, good to segue back into the. Yeah, is it called a segue when you loop back? It's I don't know. Call you can back. loop in a segue. Yeah, all right. The doctor's got to lean hard left. That's right. Uh, so the Odin's daughter. daughter. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of people getting upset about it because they reckon that it's pandering. To girls and women, and and if they really were interested in promoting equality within comic books and that sort of thing, that they would just invent a female character rather than making Thor, who's an existing character, mm-hmm. female. Yeah, fuck those guys, I suppose. How does Chris Hemsworth feel about it? Do you think is he going to get the snip before Avengers Two? I wonder if he's been on the phone to his agent, being like, "Look." I'll dress. I'll dress differently. I've got the long hair already. Exactly. If you need me to shave, just say so. I don't know if he'd do a dress, man. He's a broad man. <laughs> He's a very <laughs> broad man. It would make a very broad broad as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you think about it? Because you're way more into uh, those guys than I am. I'm my Avengers. Those experience- guys on the internet who are mad. No, no I'm not. <laughs> the Avengers. My Avengers experiences have mostly been movie universe. I've I've done ashamedly uh, very little Avengers comic reading. There's no shame there. Okay. When I was a kid, the Avengers comics were. Uh, I just found them really boring because they were like traditional superhero fare. Whereas the X Men, a had the letter X in the title. The X is for edgy. Which for 14-year-old Stefan was like, man, this is uh, mega radicals. And also they shot fucking laser beams out of their eyes and had knife hands and all that sort of thing. Whereas the Avengers were like, we love freedom, you guys. Shields. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Captain America, for example, is someone I like more the older I get. And like Iron Man, like Iron Man seems like one of the premier superheroes now that he's like Hollywood superstar. But that's Robert Downey Jr. did that shit. Yeah, prior to that, he was just a drunkard. Just some random Mm. getting pissed in between fighting Asian stereotypes. Do you think that Marvel's pandering to people? Did anyone complain, and I don't recall when this happened, did anyone complain when they re-envisaged Nick Fury as a black man or basically as Samuel L. Jackson? Did anyone say, oh, well, they're just, uh, you know pandering to the black community and, you know, if they really cared, then they'd make an original black character. I don't think anybody did that when when they re-envisaged Nick Fury. Oh, so they did. I think the difference is that... Uh, so no one gave a shit about Nick Fury. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. The And they had Samuel L. Jackson on their side there, which yep. is kind of helpful. But You can't I, lose a fight with Sam Jackson on your side. It's not possible. No, exactly. Uh, unless Anakin pops you out a window. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> but still, ultimately, the mm. light side won. 
I think the only difference in this one is the uh, the visibility of the thing because Marvel went on the View to announce that they were going to relaunch Thor as a lady, which which is pandering, but not to women. It's pandering to holy fuck. I wish people would read our comic books. <laughs> like it's a PR exercise to say, hey, we're gonna launch Thor as a woman, but. I suspect that it's probably they're going to launch, uh, create a new Thor character um, and then they've decided that's probably something that they can hang a bit of publicity off of by going on The View. Going on The View. Is that is that what we've come to? Sadly. Uh, but that's the thing because when, when they relaunched, uh, when they introduced Nick Fury in the Ultimate Universe, as you say, and he went from being like white salt and pepper hair guy to Crusty Samuel Crusty old white patriarch, I yeah. think is... What we should call him. True. It's similar to when they launched the ultimate Spider-Man, Miles Morales, who's half black, half Hispanic, I think. Like, butthurt fanboy white losers did light up the tweets. <laughs> episode, <laughs> episode title sold. Butthurt um, fanboy white losers. Yeah. They did, like, curl up their fucking fleshy bun hands and smash them on their keyboards in hashtag rage yep. to say, this is not what I like. This is not my white Nick Fury. Yeah, and How dare just you not introduce multiculturalism into my fictional universe? Exactly. <laughs> there's a couple of things. I think it's like DC a few years ago, there was a really worrying trend because DC has more of a trend of legacy characters. Like Marvel's a lot more frozen, whereas DC has characters like Green Lantern, for example, there's a number of Green Lanterns. And The Flash is a character that's been... Uh, it's a name that's been carried by a number of different individuals. Yep. So just because they've been cycling through different individuals wearing these costumes for over the years, there was a phase where all the characters cycled through and you started to get a bit of sort of ethnic diversity in the DC line. Yep. Just because when they were like, oh, it's time to do a fresh, new, exciting edgy 90s Green Lantern, they are like, oh, we'll just make him a black guy as well. And that was cool. Yep. But then you had, as you always do, after a decade or so, DC's like, we're bringing back the originals. We're going to bring back Hal Jordan and we're going to bring back Barry Allen and blah, blah, blah. And I don't think it was an in- intentional, but it ended up just kicking all the ethnicities into they the fucking sun. Basically <laughs> got white supremacy version yeah. universe again. Because effectively our superhero universes are inherited from a time where there were only white people in comics. Uh, and that's it. There's no fucking reason why everyone has to be white. It's just that everyone's obsessed with the way things used to be and old characters sell more. white guys. And yeah. so you end up with more stuff. Uh, and DC got out of that and then brought their old characters back to try and make more money and just accidentally ended up whitewashing everything again. Just getting all KKK in the publishing way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the episode title as well. <laughs> but no one complains. Like these, I don't know, the people that are complaining about having their toys taken away, I just don't have any sympathy for them. Like if it was the opposite, if they got a female character or a black character and brought out a white guy version, no one's going to say you're pandering to white people. Yeah, because it's the norm to pander to white people. Yeah, I mean the other thing is that when Superior Spider-Man started, mm. which was Peter Parker's body being taken over by Dr. Octopus's brain and they relaunched the series and he was effectively a supervillain setting up shop in his body and they set, they swore up and down. Peter Parker, as you know him, is deceased. He is no more. He has climbed the curtain invisible. Mm-hmm. It was unfortunately the same response as we're seeing now when they launched Thor as a woman. They're just pulling different buzzwords out. Like it was still like, this is not my Spider-Man and I give up and I'm not watching and you're pandering to stories or you're pandering to 
stupid bullshit and so I won't be listening or watching and I'm not going to pay attention anymore. But again, that was just a story went in a direction which was interesting and people switched off because comic readers seem to be spe- like really supernaturally unable to deal with change to their shit, mm. which is weird because these characters have been going forever. And, and they're always gone through various iterations and changes along the way. And every crossover event is marred by people going, well, how is this going to change the Marvel Universe? Otherwise, why are you doing this event? If it's not going to change anything, what's the point? People are obsessed with the ending and the status quo and shit. Instead of the journey and the story. Yeah, and then it doesn't change Clowns. anything and they get the shits and then they go, okay, we'll change something or we'll give Thor some sweet tits. And they're like, <laughs> oh, fuck, we're ruined. You fuck, you ruined my comics, man. Are we the sort of podcast <laughs> that wants to say sweet tits? No, we're not. He's <laughs> making a point okay. about how dumb everyone else You've is. You've got to use my argument when you do that. Whenever you say anything that could be construed as offensive, satire. <laughs> That's how I get out of all of my trouble. It's a good point. I walk in and throw out some insanely bigoted comment worthy of a Michael Bay film and everyone's like, <gasps> you can't say that. I'm always being satirical. I was actually poking fun at all of the people that, that <laughs> think that. So what's interesting is that this is part of a Marvel Comics event where they're basically going to jump forward into the future. Like there'll be a time jump. Yep. And then you will see... So you're on board already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because time travel exists. They're going to jump forward and you're going to see a new Marvel Universe, like the new status quo. Yep. And then my understanding is you have, like say they'll jump three years in the future and then they will immediately go back and you will have six months of comics which lead up to those issues. Okay. So a weird little narrative trick of going like, look how everything's different and weird. So it's a story. Hang on, hang on. Yes. Was this only announced today? The Thor thing was announced today. Oh, okay. But the other part was announced earlier. Yeah. I was going to say, you've done a lot of reading on this, given <laughs> that I only saw this about 3 p.m. this yeah. afternoon. I, did I tell you I lost my job recently? <laughs> <laughs> um, the, look, I've, I'm assuming this is what's happening because... Mm. The other thing that tickles my mirth bone about this whole thing, <laughs> that's a phrase. Tickles. It's definitely a my phrase. Mirth bone, okay. Is that I just finished reading a Captain America comic where, because part of the, so they released an image of the Avengers. So it's like the future Avengers. Mm. And it's like everything you know is wrong. So partly this woman Thor, who is just named Thor. <laughs> yes. Which is, was my favorite quote from the day, which was the people coming out going like, this is not she Thor, it's not Lady Thor, read it's that. not Thoria, it's fucking Thor. Yep. Don't be a dick. And dude's going like, but my, my hot dogs are cold. Some <laughs> shit. Um, but they released like the future lineup of the Avengers. So the thing is this construct, this idea of jumping in the future and then creating intrigue as why everything's different and then watching the story catch up. That story only works if every character goes through as enormous a change as possible. Yep. So, they are creating a story engine which needs radical change. Will Captain America actually be a jellyfish? Yes, he will actually, oh, is the thing. So, I just finished reading this Captain America thing. The big change with him is he's had the super soldier serum sucked out of him, yep. which means his age is caught up to where he actually should be temporarily. So, he's like oh, a 90-year-old so dude just walking around with a cane. So, there was like another Captain America who, for all intents and purposes, appears to be the Falcon. So, there's a black dude dressed as Captain America. There's a guy next to him Outrageous. Who, is, who is Captain America, the old pensioner dude. Which is not quite a jellyfish. Indeed. And then you've got Thor, who's being transmuted into a female. So you've got one guy's becoming black, one guy's becoming a pensioner, and one person becoming a woman. And then everyone decides, oh, that woman thing needs commentary. Like it's, be- 
Like it's, it's really so aggravating. Yeah. Society, eh? And Thor, the Thor that we have, it will still be there. He's in the Avengers. He just the suggestion is that he does something to become unworthy of carrying his hammer. Yeah, and so he gives it to someone else. So he'll be hanging around with his with Jornborn or whatever, his like magic sword mm. that he cut a god in half with the other week. But anyway, that's my. Th- what are your thoughts? Well, oh, I, look, I, I don't stop talking. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to rein in on your little bit of commentary there. I rein. I think it's yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think there's much that I could do that would illuminate it <laughs> more than that, except give it a clap. That's <laughs> That's three, three storm puns. That was good. Uh, 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 I uh, liked uh. it. People just need to get over shit, basically. I think so. I'm, I like the idea of old Captain America too, because I've been rereading the very, very wonderful Dark Knight Returns. Awesome. Comics again. Totally the best. And the bit where they basically, the sun gets blocked out. And so Superman instantly loses all his powers and he starts to shrivel up into an old decaying skeleton. Yeah. Before he finally gets a bit of sunlight on him to rejuvenate him. I love so, that ship. I want to see old. Uh, I want to want them to put a huge dome over the earth, <laughs> under the dome. <laughs> It'll oh, be man. better than the TV show. It can. It cannot be worse. And Superman shrivels up into an old man, and then he fights old man Captain America. That would be sweet. That'd be great. And they've got Zimmer frames. Am I stereotyping old people? I don't know. Do old people listen to this show in their drives? They love the interwebs. They would just have to both start spouting like Americanisms. They would have a fight of who's more in love with Stars and Stripes. Yeah. But I feel like Captain America would have an edge because he would have been to Scouts, whereas Superman would have just been to Dad's hiding my superpowers in the shed camp or something. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go to there. Dumb Superman. What was your other thing you were going to tell me about? You were going to say something amazing tonight. You'd like done prep for two weeks in a row and that's why I can't actually remember what you were going to say. I just wanted to share my absolute joy at the fact that we're in the middle of a week where Weird Al's going to release a video every day. Oh, man. Perfect segue for this. Weird Al's going to be on The View. Speaking of things on The View, (laughs) Weird Al Yankovic. So he's releasing his 14th studio album. Bam. Last one under his current contract. Mm-hmm. He's announced a track list. Oh, actually, no, it's for sale now. But originally, he'd announced a track list. Yeah, with no clues on it as to what was a parody, what was an original, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to release a lead single because he thinks that that's you know a bit crazy in this day and age, and the interwebs have kind of changed a little bit how he does what he does. Mm. So he's going to do a video a day, and all eight tracks are going to be a single, basically, which is pretty cool. And then he's also announced that he's probably not going to do any more albums because he's out of record contract. So he's going to move to a digital distribution model. Oh, so which just chuck him out as he does them. Which is going to allow him to change the way that he does music because – and he, I read an interview with him the other day where he talked about how parodies have made – the whole parody thing, he's had to lift his game a lot because he'd always picked sort of something reasonably obvious – but now the problem is you've got YouTube and people put out parody songs as soon as they're released. And because he's only releasing an album yeah. every three or four years, he really needs to lift it and take his parody skills to the next level so that it's not just the same as some crap that some loser put on YouTube. Well, it's true. I suppose back when we were kids, he was he was the only game in town. Yeah. Uh, that's really interesting. I mean, it's fair to say that you and I have been obsessed with Weird Al for Long Many time. Many moons. Long time. Late 80s, early 90s. I feel like you got me into Weird Al. Is that fair to say? I think I did. Yeah. I think I did. I bought uh, the first Weird Al album I owned was Bad Hair Day. 
Yes. Which had uh, Gangster's Paradise and I'm trying to think what the other parodies on that were. I own all of his albums now, so I can't remember what's on <laughs> what. But Weird. yeah, that was that was early 90s. Weird Al was, I think it, it probably speaks to how uh, just tragically uncool I was as a kid. But Weird Al's like the Simpsons in that there's so much of pop culture that I access through the parodies of them. Yeah. Like the first time I ever heard of Planet of the Apes. Like when I found out that Planet of the Apes wasn't a musical, I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I'd seen it was in The Simpsons. And Weird Al was like that. I would hear these songs of his and go, they're hilarious. And then go to find the original. what the original was. Like, go, Why oh, is this is... person doing a serious version of a Weird Al song? I know, right? Like a virgin. What's that mean? <laughs> uh, I read a thing the other day where Communion Air yep. went up to him at the Grammys and was like, I really do feel like I won this because you parodied... Uh, mm. Riding Dirty Because it made everyone Just believe that it was The rap song of the year Which is legit Yeah Because I think last time Weird Al put an album He was talking about How hard it was now Because you couldn't just Go to the billboard charts And Like we're not in a universe anymore Where you can even Count on everybody Hearing the same song Yeah Like everything's so fragmented now Like if you've got your niche Carved out You could just live in your own Weird musical ecosystem mm. So it's really hard to even identify What the What's going to be recognisable Across a broad audience Yeah but so far this week, he's released uh, Tacky, which was epic. Mm. Uh, and Jack Black was uh, sort of stole the show, I thought, in that video. And tonight, I just watched he'd released uh, Word Crimes. Yep. Uh, to the tune of Blurred Lines, which now, I enjoyed. I haven't a bit watched or listened to any of these yet. I'm actually going to wait the full eight days and then watch all eight videos back to back in some sort of album release party. Bam. In my lounge room yeah. alone. Because <laughs> that's how I roll. I like uh, You Live Large. I like it. Mm. Have you ever seen him in concert? I have. Is it a, I hear it's a big deal. It is. If you haven't, if you are a Weird Al fan and you haven't seen him in concert, you've mm. got to get to it next time he's out. Next time he comes to Melbourne, and he'll probably tour for this album, I would suspect. Yeah. And he started adding Australia into the tours about oh, eight years ago, I think, six years ago, something like that. Uh, I saw him the first time he ever came to Australia. He did uh, nearly a two-hour show. Bam. And I'm trying to think of the night. There's like 15 costume changes. What? So he'll he'll come out, he'll do a song, he'll do a parody song dressed as something from the parody. Mm. So he comes out dressed as an Amish guy for Amish Paradise. And then they'll maybe do like a band song, an original song or, or something else. And then the lights go off and he has these screens on the side of the stage which play little funny clips or bits from his TV show that he had in the US or Bits from the UHF movie, which is coming up to its 25th anniversary mm. and he's promised that they're going to do something special for that. Nice. If you haven't seen the video from UHF, one of the greatest movies ever made. Do you think I – was, I was talking to Eileen about this the other night, wondering idly. I feel like it would hold up, but I haven't seen it in so long. I watched it about a year and a half ago <laughs> and it's great. It's still great. I sort of feel like it would be. When he's trying to feed the chihuahua punch straight out of the punch bowl. <laughs> And then he grades his mashed potato and he's like, this means something. <laughs> it's, and it's got so many quotable mm. little lines which I throw into life at any available interval. I Mostly have, badgers. We don't need no stinking badgers <laughs> the people, from Rolls Wild Kingdom. I, for some reason, have... Uh, Today we're going to teach poodles how to fly. <laughs> Whenever people at work say something like, oh, I feel like I want to do this, or do you think I should do this or this? My answer is always, go with your heart, new steps. <laughs> Which 
I think one person exactly has ever picked up is like a strictly ballroom reference. Yeah. And I can't even, uh, I don't know where it came from. I know where it came from. Why? You got it because the Doug Anthony All-Stars incorporated into one of their sketches. Oh, really? Yep. And that's, well, that's, that's uh, where you've got it from. It's from the Doug Anthony All-Stars CD that we listened to to death when we were teenagers. Because I do it as well. <laughs> Go with your heart. Yeah. No one ever tweaks it. It's the same as uh, I always, when I pass people in the hallway, I do Rimmer's salute where yep. he like spins his hand around heaps. And last week I did it on the stairs and someone was like, that's a good Rimmer salute. I was like, oh, you might Excellent. hear it. Anyway, impenetrable pop culture stuff. Yeah. Doug Anthony also is another one. What is it about? Something about being like a weird nerd loser and this parody stuff. There's something about, there's like a power in feeling powerless and then you see someone has taken pop culture and turned it into something dumb and funny Mm. for you. And it's like your thing. I don't know what it is, but it's empowering and awesome. I love love the fact that Weird Al is not an artifact. Like he's... He's releasing shit today. That's yeah, ridiculous. He's, and he, you know, he's got 30-something years of longevity. His first album came out in 1984. Yeah. And he's still making – how many artists from 1984 are still making music and still hitting – not that I think that the charts is necessarily a sign of good music, mm. but he's not some has-been washed up guy. He's probably at the peak – if you ask him from the interviews I've read, he's, he's at the peak of his career. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's taken it to another level. He's touring as much as he ever has. And doing yeah. the thing, like you hear him talk about this album and mm. the videos and stuff and like his metrics are, you know, I know what I do and it burns really brightly but really quickly and I yep. understand the internet so I'm going to release a video. I want my video to go viral for a day yep. and then by the time people have forgotten about it, there's another there's one. There's another bam, one, bam, bam, yeah. bam. So just the idea that he understands the medium that well. It really strikes me as a really clever man. I mean, and that's obvious because you've got to be, I think, clever to write parodies that are not just dick and fart jokes. Yeah, yeah. But Just type that into YouTube. There's many. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that I really like is most of his original songs are really funny and really clever as well. And he gets, he's so often referred to as a parodist. Is that the word? Parodist? Parodyist. I think it's a paradite. As a paradise. Yeah. Oh, that's it. We're coining that. <laughs> paradise. Trademark level 30, 2014. Paradise, the JT story. <laughs> <laughs> but his original stuff is equally as good as his parody stuff and his poker stuff. Yeah. Polka. I love his poker stuff, man. Polka. so good. But yeah, his original, it's something you see him say a lot, which is people always ask him, why don't, have you ever thought of writing original songs, which must make him want to punch yeah. people because all his albums have them. But you could forgive people for not knowing it because Weird Al is one of those guys that I think a lot of people listen to, but it's a smaller section that actually buy his albums back in the day. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and they're all funny and good Mm. and equally adept at sort of skewering cultural stuff, like making fun of people and doing stuff. And I still think Trapped in the Drive Through like all the time. Is that a parody or is that his? Yeah, that's a parody. That's a parody of. uh, Trapped in the Closet. Trapped in the Closet. Which I also listen to all the time. So that's Mm. embarrassing. Yeah, it's a little bit awkward. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we can edit that out. Or if you edit this one, just make it loop. Sure. Sweet. To loop back, actually, to what you asked me (laughs) about the show. Mm -hmm. And I was saying, you know, lights go off. They play a clip on the TV. It comes out in another costume. does costume changes. So it comes out in the fat suit from Fat. Yeah. comes out dressed as a Jedi for uh, a couple of the Star Wars songs. Nice. Yeah. all sorts of stuff. I think he dressed up as a surgeon for, for like a surgeon. He dressed up as Kurt Cobain for Smells Like Nirvana. <laughs> um, 
It's a really amazing visual show. It's a show. It's not a concert. It's a show. Mm. Um, it's, yeah, phenomenal if you ever get a chance, people listening to this, or indeed you, person sitting across from me. Hi, guys. Go and see <laughs> Weird Al in concert because it will blow your mind. Blam. Exactly like that. Well, that's a thing. It is a thing. Way. Should I... Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I want to overdo this particular topic... Is it Bay or Drones? <laughs> <laughs> it's the latter. Oh. I've got – this is not drone news. This is what we'll call drone news addendums. Bleep up drone update. Drake. Two stories that we've done in the last couple of weeks. One is about the FAA banning package delivery by drone. Yes. Which is bullshit. Is it? You know who else thinks it's bullshit? Amazon, because <laughs> really? Amazon have petitioned the FAA in America to get special permission to test drone del- drone package delivery. So, so um, break the law. Jeff Bezos, if you are listening to this, I will come and work at Amazon for <laughs> you for free. Yeah, and oversee the drone delivery program. I'm I'm on board. Cool. Drone update number two. Remember I told the story about the drone that almost crashed in, or the two drones that almost crashed into the police helicopter and the people were going to be charged and you were like, and that's proof that drones are evil. Yes, it is. Yeah, except it's not. (laughs) And here's why. (laughs) Because we've now got recordings of the pilots of the police helicopter Mm. and the drones didn't actually fly in their path. They chased the drones and almost crashed into them. Oh, So once again... Humans are to blame. The end. So The end. <laughs> That's been the drone update. <laughs> Beep, up, boop, drop date. I feel like we haven't been very funny tonight. All right. I feel like we've just, we've got all serious about, you know, feminism and racial bigotry and whatnot as it pertains to the Marvel Universe. And then That's we've right. just basically sat here and had a love affair about Weird Al Yankovic. It's true. And there's just, I, I haven't felt particularly giggly at ourselves, which is unusual <laughs> for me. Because I'm probably our biggest fan. It's true. Yeah, I hate us. Do you know any jokes? (laughs) (laughs) I think after 44 or 45, counting this one, episodes, you will realise that no, (laughs) I do not. It's your job to be the funny one. Uh, I just hold the whole thing together. Do you want to talk about the monkeys? There was a... Oh, we've only got a couple of minutes left. Maybe we shouldn't talk about the monkeys. Which the, The band... No, the movie. Oh, the yeah, Planet of the Apes, yeah, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, something of the Planet I don't of the know. Apes, Sunrise, Dawn Time, Planet of the Apes, yeah. early in the day. Anyway, <laughs> something for like the that. Planet of the Apes, Planet of the Apes before lunch for the for the pop. No, Planet of Apes, Power, Dawn of the Poor, Price on Application. Is it, is it Pota? Um, do you do you not include the T in the acronym? Oh yeah, I should. Uh, it's like pit up, but you get a hairball up. It's more revolutionary and bio thready. So, uh, a woman and her three year old daughter are going shopping. Is this a joke right? or is this an actual story <laughs> of something that happened? I'll let you make up your own mind. All right. Uh, and they're going into a shopping center yep. and it's uh, uh, July. This right? has to be punchy as hell, just <laughs> FYI. <laughs> So it's July. They're walking through the shopping centre. This could be uh, real. It's actually July right now. Yes. Continue. 
And the mum's like, hey, do you want to come buy some stuff? And the, the girl's like, oh, yeah, I suppose. I like shopping. But she's not really into it. And the mum's like, come on, you've got to be into this. So they go to all like the bargain basements. This and they buy like stereotypical. They buy, you? She's like, we'll buy some wrapping paper to wrap all your presents. And she's like, why, don't I need, why do I need presents? It's uh, July. It's like, we're doing Christmas. We're going to do Christmas. It's oh. going to be great. She's oh like, oh, okay. She's like, do you want this doll? She's like, yeah, I got a doll. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And she buys all this shit. And they go around. And then at the end, the girl's like, Mom, why do we have to buy oh. this Christmas stuff in July? And oh she no. says, look, Jane, I've told you a hundred times. No, no. They've got leukemia. That's not funny. Isn't it? No, it's horrible. It is It is horrible, actually. That's like, mummy, mummy, can we get a piano? Don't be silly, Jimmy. You know your hooks will scratch the keys. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, can I get that? I think they're actually from the same joke book. I think so. Can I buy a new frock? No, it won't fit in your iron lung. <laughs> Burn. Wow. Do we really want to put that on the internet that we've told <laughs> those two so. jokes? <laughs> I really don't think so. Like, I actively alienate listeners. I'll admit that. But I do it on purpose. Exactly. I just do it by accident because <laughs> I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's funny because it's true. No, it's fair. It's like holding up a mirror to society. What can we talk about? We I don't won't know. have to just cut for manners. <sighs> That's you- a good cider. Have Brewed I told- by the Hill Cider Company. Friend of level 30. <laughs> oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Speaking of friends of level 30. Speaking of, those definitely exist. Is Carl ba- 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 from Perth. Yeah. I, I think. Or Perth, as I Perth, call him. Yeah. Barbarian of the sun. Official friend of the show <laughs> and barbarian of the sun. Yeah. I think he just had another child. It's the imp- Tops. The impression I get from the Facebook photos of his existing children hugging their new brother or sister. <laughs> yeah. I assume that this is a child yeah. and not... Some sort of science experiment that he's grown in the shit out the back to see if he can create human life. Well, you know how there was that online trend going around for a while where people would piss in their own mouths? You know how you always <laughs> interrupt my stories with something ridiculous? <laughs> That's just happened again. Yeah. No, I don't remember that. Well, is it, that a thing? <laughs> Are you making that up? Uh, uh, don't uh, mess with me, Deladovic. Some kind of sports meathead. Yeah, got in trouble because a photo of him went around Twitter of him at a urinal. Oh yeah, I into saw this. Mouth. Yeah, yeah. And then it became sort of an urban legend that this was like a craze sweeping the young generations. What's which up I have with to the believe, kids pissing in their mouths? What's that all about? I don't know. But I'm maybe, too old. Maybe that fad has a been weak stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've just got to lie down and hope for the best. Mm. Uh, maybe. The next fad is just getting a family to hug a stranger's baby in the stream. And that's what you've been saying. I, I, could be. Could I be. Don't, I don't know what to do I don't with know. that. I don't know. I just don't want you to make an assumption and feel foolish. Well, I Unlike think myself. <laughs> <laughs> who always searches for the facts. But the reason I bring this up is, yeah. you know, not because I like kids, because I hate them. They're horrible and disgusting <laughs> and people should run over them with cars. That's should not, they? That's not true. I no. actually love children more than grown-up people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like animals more than that again. So wait, animals? Yep. Then children, kids, Then, then adults. everybody else. Yep. Mm. Maybe Interesting. It, I don't know where old people fit in the... Maybe I should leave that. Cut that bit out. Yeah. But uh, this episode, if we cut out everything in bad taste of this episode, eight minutes. It's just going to be the coin noise <laughs> and then the Mario dies noise. <laughs> Ding! Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can leave drone news in. That's true. Bleep, blah. Um, well, congrats on procreation. Well, son is called Grayson. Really? Which is uh, 
Robin's last name. Nice. And, and I don't know if he's done it as a comic book reference or not, but I thought that was kind of cool given that you've got a nephew with the middle name Fett. Yeah. I was like, I'm digging all these comic book names, which, segue, read an article this week <laughs> that suggests that the name Archer yeah. is becoming the most popular new boy's name. Really? Which I can only assume is because of the amazing TV show Archer. Well, who wouldn't see Archer and go, that's my aspiration? What would you call your child if you had one? And, you know, I think we're in safe territory because as far as I'm aware, Eileen still doesn't listen to this show. So you can just go nuts. Uh, What would you call your kid? I would like to honour my Yugoslavian heritage Mm. and go for something like Dragon. (laughs) 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 Which seems like, which is obviously a bullshit reason to try and name my child Dragon because... Mm. uh, then I can have another child that I call Dungeon, and then I can call out Dungeon and Dragon when it's dinner like, time. Whose whose room is this? Oh, it's Dungeon and Dragons. Yep. Wow. That's uh, <laughs> you're a, you will be a horrible parent. I know. Yeah. Well, I'll be good because I'll always be guilty and <laughs> making up for stuff. Dracon Delatovic. <laughs> Do you think that's amazing? He's going to be CEO of the world. He's probably not going to be CEO of the world as much as he's going to be an armor-wielding, sword-carrying <laughs> maniac who tries to take over exactly. the world. I could call him Broadsword Flapperjack. <laughs> <laughs> Broadsword Flapperjack. Yeah. <laughs> what about I you, think, smart guy? I What's think Dracon's <laughs> actually the better option. Dracon Delatovic. I suppose I could call one child... Dragon, mm. like Neil, and then change the surname to uh, Dungeon of or something, because then they would just be Dragon and Dungeon, and on their license, it would say Dungeons and Dragon. And that would be pretty cool. <laughs> right. how, much, how much thought have you put into this before I asked you the question? I think it's clear that I'm thinking of it <laughs> almost in enough time to speak the word. <laughs> You? Son name? Daughter oh, name? No. Child name? Nah, look, I figure I'll just go with Thor because then it doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl. That's true. <laughs> it's a callback. Sink, sink, sink. For the love you brink. Won't mean a think. It's problematic. Unless you sink. Sink, sink, sink. It's synced. Oh, good. You know what else sinks? <laughs> what? This fucking chair. <laughs> no, it's still going. Sinks. I don't even think it went this low. It's going like the Titanic.